0: Today's to Wednesday, the 24th of April 2019, a series of explosions struck three churches and three luxury hotels in and just outside of Sri Lanka's capital, Easter Sunday, leaving at least 290 people dead, including over half of a children's Sunday school class. Nearly 500 others have also been injured, this according to Fox News, which reported also that several citizens from other countries had been killed in the attacks as well, including those from Australia, India, Portugal, Turkey, the UK and the US. Yahoo News reports that 24 suspects have been arrested so far in connection with the bombings and France 24 reports that an Islamic State group on Tuesday claimed responsibility for the attacks but offered no supporting evidence for those claims. Sri Lanka said on Monday that it was involving emergency powers in the aftermath of devastating bomb attacks. The emergency law, which gives police and the military extensive powers to detain and interrogate suspects without court orders, went into effect at midnight on Monday. Samsung's much-anticipated Galaxy Fold is on hold for now as testers started reporting massive issues after just a few days of use. Issues like broken screens, what looks like leaking ink on the display, and a host of other disastrous problems are plaguing devices that Samsung had sent out into the wild to some real-world testers. According to Samsung, the company's inspection of the broken devices showed that both the Fold's hints and its display protection could be integral parts of the phone's issues. This according to Wired, which stated that last week, Samsung had suggested that peeling off the very top layer of the display, a barely-there seat of polymer that curious Fold users might understandably feel the urge to pick at, could cause damage as well. Samsung says it will take measures to strengthen the display, protection of the phone and that it will include more guidance on how people are to actually use the phone On the 29th of January 1942, a new type of program was aired on BBC Radio 4. Still airing every week even now, a guest called a castaway on the program Desert Island Discs is asked to choose eight recordings, usually music, as well as a book and a luxury item that they would take, if they were to be cast away on a desert island, all the while discussing their lives and the reasons for their choices. Devised by English radio broadcaster Roy Plomley, the program features excerpts from the guests' choices, and at the end of the program they choose the one piece they regard the most highly. Guests are automatically given the complete works of Shakespeare and a religious or philosophical work, often the Bible, to take to the desert island concept, and then they are prompted to select a third book to accompany them as well. Popular choices include works by Charles Dickens and Jane Austen, but in rare cases, exceptions are made, for instance, when actress Judy Dentz, who suffers from macular degeneration, was permitted to take an audiobook in place of a printed manuscript. Guests of the show also choose one luxury item which must be inanimate and of no use in escaping the island or allowing communication from outside. Over the years, many guests have chosen items like champagne or a piano, the latter of which is actually one of the most requested luxuries. The most requested piece of music over the the first 60 years of the show was Ode to Joy, the last movement of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Famed composer Eric Coates appeared on the program in 1951, and his work by the Sleepy Lagoon has been used as the show's theme since it began. Great Britain's Margaret Thatcher, John Cleese, George Clooney, David Cameron, Stephen Fry, and many other famed personalities, even the royal family's Princess Margaret, have appeared on the program over the decades. Broadcaster and naturalist David Attenborough has appeared more than once, as has English theatre director Sir Trevor Nunn and comedian Arthur Askey. More than 3,000 episodes of the show have been recorded since 1942. And the show lives on with broadcasts on the BBC in the United Kingdom as well as being available now online in podcast format, albeit somewhat trimmed and restricted due to stringent copyright laws over music rights. The law of the Lord is perfect. The commandment of the Lord is pure. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. That's found in Psalm chapter 19. God's word is perfect, pure, true, righteous. God's word is infallible. Infallible means that the entirety of God's word, the Bible, scripture is absolutely true, totally and completely without question. God's word is 100% trustworthy. Now, a similar term, inerrancy, focuses on the accuracy of every single word in the Bible. It is without error. Both inerrancy and infallibility are grounded in the very character of who God is. God cannot lie and does not ever change, as we read in 1 Samuel 15. God is perfectly consistent in every single thing that He does, and His Word reflects those same characteristics. The psalmist, talking to God, wrote this of his word in Psalm 119, "...the sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous ordinances is everlasting." And the Apostle Paul in Romans 7 said, "...the law is holy, and the commandment is holy and righteous and good." Now, on a practical level, infallibility means that we can trust the Bible completely. It will never deceive us or give us counsel that would later prove to be unwise. That was the confidence of the psalmist when he wrote this in Psalm 119. Establish your word to your servant, as that which produces reverence for you. Turn away my reproach, which I dread, for your ordinances are good, Behold, I long for your precepts, revive me through your righteousness. May your loving kindness also come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your word, so I will have an answer for him who reproaches me. For I trust in your word, and do not take the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I wait for your ordinances, so I will keep your law continually, forever and ever. And I will walk at liberty, for I seek your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and shall not be ashamed. I shall delight in your commandments, which I love. May we be like the psalmist, always remembering that God's word is infallible. God's word is trustworthy. May we seek God through his word, delighting in it, knowing it is good in the truest, purest, and most trustworthy sense of the word. When years of time shall pass away and earthly thrones and kingdoms fall, when men who here refuse to pray on rocks and hills and mountains scroll, God